Welcome to Healthy Vision Talk Radio, the podcast for people in search of a physician with alternative solutions for their eye problems. From the best-selling, award-winning, world's-only homeopathic ophthalmologist, here's your host, Dr. Edward Kondrat. Welcome, this is Dr. Edward Kondrat, and for this podcast, I'm going to share with you a clip from our vision event. It's entitled, Bringing Light into Darkness. I hope you enjoy this clip. And if you're interested in the complete recording of the vision event, you can go to chondrotevent.com. That's chondrotevent.com or give the office a call at 800-430-9328. I want to welcome everyone. Uh, This is uh, really a special event for me and I hope that this becomes a very special event uh, for you folks out there. I consider all of you part of my family, and it's been a real pleasure uh, for me to be working with most of you uh, over the last couple of years, and sometimes even longer. I think we have a couple people here that have been doing different alternative treatments for over 10 years. But the purpose of this is to get everyone together, uh, and so I have an opportunity to share with you some new technologies and new things to kind of keep you up to date but also more important is for us to just get together as a group and kind of support each other. I really feel that when more than one person gets together, there's the power and energy. So I want to thank all of you for making the trip to St. Pete's Beach. And uh, very important, I really want to thank my wife, uh, Miss Lee. Miss Lee, thanks so much for... And... And also the staff, uh, uh, I think some of the staff's in the back, but I'll, I really owe a lot of thanks to them for helping put all this together. So I'd like to begin, uh, we're going to talk about bringing light into darkness. For a little over a year now, my wife and I have been involved with missionary work, traveling to remote areas of the world where people have little or no eye care. And it's been extremely rewarding. But I think there's a tie-in and a similarity. Because these people that we visit in the third world countries have been abandoned and forgotten by either their governments or other organizations and they just have no health care. And so many of you have also been forgotten by your traditional eye doctor. He doesn't want to listen to you. He doesn't want to hear your ideas on healing your vision. Doesn't want to talk about vitamins or nutrition. And in a way, he's kind of abandoning you. So many of you have found out about me in a very similar manner, much like I'm finding these people in third world countries that are having vision difficulties. It's kind of shocking 39 million blind people in the world, and 50% of them are due to treatable cataracts, which is kind of shocking. And 90% of these people are in underserved areas. You're not going to find them in Florida because there's so many ophthalmologists in Florida. The World Health Organization did a study, And I believe in the United States there are 60 ophthalmologists per million population. 60 per million. 
in most of the areas we go to, we're lucky if there's one ophthalmologist per million. So they just can't give the care that's needed for these folks. So the big question I get is, why are you doing eye surgery, Dr. Conrad? I thought you were against cataract surgery, and, sur and cataract surgery can lead to macular degeneration. Well, these facts are true. I think most of us in the United States, we have the, the privilege and the luxury of being able to look at the underlying cause of our eye disease. We're able to make changes such as changing our diet, looking at better nutrition, detoxifying our, our bodies, maybe doing different alternative therapies like microcurrent and light therapy to reverse the cataracts. But when I went to Liberia, uh, I can't possibly talk to these people who are blind. Okay, change your diet. Uh, let's do a heavy metal testing on you. Let's start chelation. I mean, these folks are happy just to get one meal a day. Uh, I had one lady that walked three days to see if eye surgery could help her. Walk three days. And see, she was so ashamed of her clothes that she actually borrowed some, a new outfit when she came into the clinic to see me. There's other stories. We're going to Papua New Guinea, and people will, will canoe for three weeks just to come to this clinic to see if eye surgery could help them. So in addition to my uh, charity work overseas, we also do charity work at home. A lot of patients will, and people will say to me, well, you're doing all this work. You know, why don't you do charity work here in the United States? Well, we do. Uh, we, we try to offer one pro bono uh, treatment for every uh, Chondrat eye program that we do. And in addition, uh, we've set up a website, missiontocureblindness.com. You can follow our missionary work, and we're also on Facebook. And 100% of our vitamin sales, 100% of the profit of our vitamin sales go towards mission. And we're very uh, enthusiastic about raising money for different ventures, like, for example, Redemption Hospital in Liberia. They don't have a surgical microscope, so we're trying to raise funds to get them a decent microscope. Many times when we travel, uh, we, we bring all the equipment. We're lugging you know, a 70-pound microscope that we have to put together in the field. And it's not a very good microscope, but it's adequate. So our goal is to get a lot of these underserved areas you know, the necessary equipment so you know, they can function. Also, we're involved with training. So we, we do meet eye doctors uh, in these local areas that maybe don't have the skills, and we're working with them to help them develop the skills to do surgery. So we've set up a, a nonprofit foundation. It's a 501C. It's called the Restore Vision Foundation. And our motto is bringing faith, hope, and love uh, to the abandoned and the forgotten. So that's one of our purposes in, in doing these missionary works. And it's interesting. I think uh, God works in mysterious ways because when I first started to get active with the mission work, uh, one of the doctors who does a lot told me, oh, there's a new procedure called manual small incision cataract surgery. It's a new technique that you don't have to use a suture. It's quicker. 
and no sutures are used. So when I looked at the technique, I said, my goodness, this is a technique that I developed in 1989 when I was a surgeon. I was featured on the cover of Ophthalmology Times because at that time they were putting sutures in the eye and I thought there had to be a way to do a cataract with a phacoemulsification without a suture. And I developed the tunnel technique and I was featured. And so they're using that same technique. So I was kind of smiling, you know, it's meant to be. So I'm very enthusiastic to help teach this technique to other doctors. So we work with an organization called uh, C International, a wonderful group. And they network with all the uh, pharmaceutical companies and intraocular lens companies. So we get all the material donated. So when we go on a mission, we're probably carrying about a half a million dollars worth of supplies in three suitcases. But we are self-funded in terms of transportation. I get no reimbursement for airfare, accommodations, etc. That's something that has to come out of our pocket. So if any of you would want to join us on the mission, you'd be responsible for your airfare. And we do take our staff with us because I think it's a good experience. And it's interesting, my 16-year-old niece, very bright uh, young lady who wasn't sure what to do with her life, she joined us in Haiti on a mission. And she was so inspired that now she wants to be an eye doctor just like Uncle Ed. <laughs> and she wrote a beautiful college admission essay about her experience in Haiti. In her senior year in high school, they had to do a demonstration uh, and she demonstrated cataract surgery. <laughs> and she got first prize. It was kind of cute. <laughs> so here I'm thinking that she's not paying attention, that it really, really influenced her quite a bit. So these are our mission trips scheduled for 2019. We're going to be in Togo, Africa uh, in February, and then Nigeria, Jamaica. We're going to be on the Mercy ship in March. Uh, and the YWAM in Papua New Guinea. We're going to be in Vietnam teaching, and we're going back to Papua New Guinea, and we're going to be in Lusaka, Zambia. So this is our tentative schedule. Sea International, anytime they have an emergency and they need a doctor, they always say, we'll call the Chondrots. They'll go, because that's what happens. A lot of eye doctors in the United States enjoy missions, but it's really difficult to travel to Africa or to India for an extended period of time. And of course, you know, I have the luxury of my children being older, not having responsibilities uh, in that capacity. So we have the ability to, and we have a good staff to handle the practice when we do travel. Thank you so much for listening. For more information on our mission work, go to www.missiontocureblindness.com. And if you'd like more information on the vision event, go to chondrotevent.com. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's broadcast. If you'd like to learn more about alternative eye treatments, access free reports, or subscribe to Dr. Chondrot's newsletter, visit us at healingtheeye.com. If you enjoyed today's show, please write a review. We love hearing from listeners. To hear more episodes about alternative eye treatments, click subscribe and download all of our previous shows. We wish you good health and clear vision.